Hello and welcome to our show. My name is Via. And this is Raven. And we, we are, are the Waterly Anime Girls. This is a hot mess. You know, and it's okay to be a hot mess because, well, that's that's life, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's okay not to be okay. Yes, that is so true. I, You know, I need that on a shirt. You know, not just for myself, but so other people know that they're not alone. No matter what anybody else is going through, they should know that they're not alone. So, you know, we're going to be talking about some stuff, you know, sensitive material. Sensitive sensitive stuff. And we apologize if there are any trigger warnings. Just Yeah. If there are any triggers for this, um... We, this is just an open discussion. Just, it's an open discussion. We're going to be talking about things that we've experienced personally. You know, we get to share. So, you know, it's not just you know, an characters, observation. Characters that we've observed kind of who show... This is mental... You know, I know mental health is an important thing in mental health awareness. Yes. So we're not... This is, like I said, it's just an observation. And we're just discussing it. We're not diagnosing anybody. We're no, just, no, we're no, just no. Showing, so that's a disclaimer right there. We're not diagnosing anybody. We're just, you know, we just want to talk about it because, like I said, life is life. And sometimes it's yeah. not so good. And you know, sometimes it's actually good to see, like, you can see yourself in the characters that you love. Because, yes. You know, because then it makes you feel. You like, can identify you can, with you them. You can identify with them. Don't feel as alone, you know, as you thought. And you really shouldn't. And and it's interesting, but it's always good, like like you see in situation, to actually have a sense of humor. Because sometimes it'll get you by, you know, until you get to a spot where you can get some help. Yeah. You know, actually, um, sometimes the people actually, and this is actually very true, this has been mm-hmm. said, that people who are depressed mm-hmm. put, you know being goofy or you know being it's like a coping mechanism yeah it's a coping mechanism and they put it on as a front you know yeah to make it seem like they're okay when they're really not i've seen yeah. plenty of seen plenty of that before i've done it myself same here <laughs> you know it's just i mean sometimes good, you don't even realize you're doing it a good case that rob williams nobody knew what was going on and it's funny because Maybe there's so many yes there's so many comedians that would you know start doing serious roles and it's like wait where did that come from and then obviously that came from somewhere either from experience or deep inside that they don't let anybody else see or may not see you know there's another comedian i remember seeing uh, i used to watch it when i was like a teenager mm-hmm. and it was his specials were usually on hbo yeah uh, Richard Jenny. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. I am. He was he um, was amazing. <clears throat> I knew him. I also primarily knew him from The Mask. Yeah. And I had seen him. And seen him in a few other things as yeah. well. And he and was really. <clears throat> the thing is, I think that there was there were signs that were obviously very much showing through mm-hmm. his his specials, where he was significantly talking a little bit more about you know suicidal stuff. It was just like yeah. just like he made it sound like hypothetical situations. Yeah. But they were very frequent, and then suddenly out of nowhere, everybody was hit with yeah this tragedy. He took his own life. Yeah, and it's it's sad when it gets to that point where they're beyond help. Anyone, and there's plenty of places and resources that you can go to if you can't reach out to some somebody around you, or if you feel self conscious about it. You should never ever feel judged for feeling the way you feel. Your feelings are valid. 
And if you need to talk to somebody, you know, you should get professional help. For those of you who really need someone to talk to on the phone, uh, you can call uh, 1-800-273-8255. That's National National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Yes. And there, there are amazing people who will, you know, take the time to speak to you. Yes. And please reach out to, you know, any family members or friends. Because sometimes we need a little, you know, extra help. Sometimes we need somebody to hold our hand to actually, you know, get to those resources. I think there are also too. people that need to be aware of depression anxiety and you know, people in, in noticing suicidal you know mm-hmm. signs of being suicidal some people would like to dismiss it entirely yeah. like i've seen it too much and that is horrible like don't when you see somebody in there they're, they're having <clears throat> you can notice that they're that they're depressed that they're not like say they're not getting out of bed every day they're staying they're bedridden mm-hmm. it don't don't see it as being lazy yeah Look at it from another angle and ask that they're okay. Talk to them. Yeah. And sometimes they just need you to sit there and just... Be there for them. Yeah. It's like, curl up in the bed with me. Just, you know, take a moment. Or maybe, you know, just be like, hey, you want to go out for a walk? Take them, like... Yeah. Take them somewhere where they can get their mind off of things. Exactly. Get some fresh air and, you know... Sometimes a change of scenery, um, just taking time for them. Because there are moments when we get stressed out. You know, we have anxiety. I mean, daily stuff, not even like the extra, extraordinary things that, you know, yeah. could happen or do happen, but just like every day to day stuff. Sometimes it gets to be a bit much. I know yeah. it gets to me, and, you know, like, it's. If you're, if you moment. see someone that you love with, with these signs, just don't, you don't have to do anything extravagant. You don't have to throw them, like, you know, of a party for them to, to, Make mm-hmm. them feel better. You don't have to do anything big like that. You don't have to take them out to a dinner or something like that. The smallest things, the smallest the kind best. gestures are usually the best. Yes. And even if you're not depressed or extent of that, you know, being able to connect with each other. Yeah. You know, you haven't seen a friend or a family member or your favorite cousin in forever. Hey, drop them a t- texting is like the easiest mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You know, text me. Hey, you want to talk? Let me know when you're free. Because, you know, texting is a great thing. And, you know, go have a go have a lunch. Go get a, you know, dinner, something. Go to a fair. Go to, just go shopping down the block. You could even go to the supermarket just to go grocery shopping. I, I kind of miss doing that with my mom cause since she's moved. It's little silly things like yeah. that. It's like, man, I miss you. <laughs> that can actually, you know, cheer you up. Yeah. Even cabin fever. I'm sorry, but I have cabin fever. And you, if you're aware of how cold it is right now. <laughs> it's freezing. God awful outside. Cold as a witch's tit does not cover it. I know people out in the Midwest are suffering even more than we are. But dang mm-hmm. it, we're not used to this. Well, we haven't had this in a while. And, you know, you get a little cagey. It, you know, cabin fever is usually the, you know, kind of a term for it. And you need to some, get you know, you need to do other things to kind of distract you, either yeah. inside or quickly outside. Cleaning, not a bad idea either. It gets your mind off of things. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to say nothing. Well, you know you know who loves cleaning, right? Attack on Titan. Oh, my man. Levi. <laughs> yeah, he's got some serious, you know, he's got some serious cleaning moves. That, uh, his internet nickname is Windex. I know that much. <laughs> You know, I mean, even people, some people have even noted that, you know, he might be a little obsessive with it. 
possibly, but uh, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'd rather be clean, extra super clean, than not. Have so. you watched Attack on Titan Junior High? Oh, Lord, no. They make fun of that so much. It's hysterical. That's <laughs> wrong. But, you know, and other people that do, can, you know, they do suffer th- through many phases of OCD. Yes. I mean, you need to just, you know, I, I would imagine... I would be supportive, you yeah, know. I would be supportive too. I mean, because you have to understand what people, what little idiosyncrasies <laughs> that make them tick. And, you know, it's like, you know, just let it go. It's yeah. like, don't try to force it or, you know, and they need, if it gets to that point, of course, might want to suggest maybe seeing, you know, getting some professional help or at least just talking to or somebody. Suggesting a little thing that could be done out of the norm. Yeah. It's like, you know, finding out where, what the root of the problem is. Yeah. You know, when did it start? Or, you know, what got you to this point? Yeah. You know, and just finding out, like, what the background is, you know, to <clears> see <throat> and how to address that particular issue. Sorry. I'm sorry, you're cold. That's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's oh, Mother Nature. I know. <laughs> Mother Nature hates us right now. I know. And then, you know, thinking about it, Attack on Titan as well. I'm sorry, but when that show first came on, and I watched it, first episode, oh god, the first episode, I, I I'm going to tell you honestly, I hadn't cried that hard for a, a non living thing in a, or person in a very, I mean, it had been a while. I mean, serious, like when Aaron lost his mother, and the way he lost his mother, and the way they got attacked, and it was just like. I, I couldn't imagine dealing with that whole thing, even being like an adult dealing with that situation. I was like, oh, okay, there's giants coming over the wall. Hmm. Okay, these are not normal situations, but the terror, the fear, and then the depression of, and the loss of dealing with, you know, once you yeah. survivor's guilt. I couldn't imagine. And then having finally get somewhere safe and then being told that, okay, we don't have enough food to feed all of you. So some of you have got to go back to certain doom and never to return. And And now Armin is, is now an orphan. What? Wait a minute. What? I mean, it's bad enough when you have a situation where, you know, you lose a parent or you lose both parents or your family and you're like the only one left. But an extent, you know, crazy situation like that is just, I'm scarred for, you know, just, I know this is just a show and it's desired to trigger certain powerful emotions, mm-hmm. but damn. Okay. That first episode, my friend kept telling me, if you can get through the first one, you'll be okay. I still wasn't okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that one was hard. I mean, being a mother... And then having a son, I cried. And I'm not going to, I'm tearing up thinking about it. I'm, you know, don't want to hold on to that emotion, but no, <laughs> it was harsh. Speaking of like, uh, you know, in terms of characters, like, you know, mm-hmm. lost their mothers, uh, the Elric brothers. Yes. Dear God, dear Lord. Um, uh, I mean, <clears throat> they lost their mom, basically their sickness. And mm-hmm. they, in an effort to bring her back, they went and crossed the line where alchemy alchemy shouldn't go yeah and they they, um, they basically they couldn't deal with her loss they couldn't accept that she was gone i mean they couldn't they couldn't deal with it but then 
suddenly out of nowhere, you know, they they try to bring her back and then yeah. they end up you know, losing more than what they bargained for. Yeah. And dealing with that, and, and it's like, oh, with now. the repercussions, especially Ed, who felt like he had to carry a burden. Yeah, um, it's like he, he felt he carried. I that, did he this. was guilty because he felt really guilty about his brother losing his body. Yeah, that's why he was so hell bent on looking for the philosopher's stone. Yep. Like <clears throat> I remember that one episode. It was when he tried to ask Al something, mm-hmm. but you know things got in the way, of course. And then yep. I think it was Barry the Chopper mm-hmm. who ended up telling. And ended up telling Alphonse, hey, maybe you're not really you. It's like... Maybe your brother just created you, and you have fake memories, and... It's like, and then okay, him- mind trip? Like, then you, like, seriously doubt your own existence. It's like... <sighs> yeah, and then... Dang. And then <laughs> the actual question was, the actual thing was, he was asking if his brother hated him. He wanted to know if his brother hated him for what happened. That hurt to, wow. you know, especially after he made that assumption. Mm-hmm. And that accepts upset. their whole relationship. Yeah. Like, we, you know, we're brothers, but but damn, now you have all this weight. You lost your mom and you lost your body. Your brother lost part of his, you know, his limbs. And it's like, okay, well, where do we go from here? How do we go forward? And how do we accomplish what we need to do? And it's like so much doubt and self-doubt. And I'm sorry, but I know in anime, characters are very young, but to be dealing with that kind of stress, yeah. I mean, you're already, you're already stressed out because you're a teenager and you're, you know, you're trying to figure out who you are, what do you want to be, and how do you relate to, you know, your peers, and how do you deal with peer pressure? Yeah. And then, in, <laughs> in extenuating certain circumstances, oh yeah, you know, alchemy, giant giant things trying to eat us uh y- y- really <laughs> that's bad enough and you know it, i mean we could also talk about the adults who were part of this there's also um uh roy mustang all the yeah. um roy mustang and mm-hmm. any, anybody else who was part of the ishvalan war yeah including hawkeye and whatnot mm-hmm. <laughs> that was oh that was heavy Especially considering someone disguised, as, it was Envy mm-hmm. disguised as a um, as a soldier on their mm-hmm. side, who ended up killing an fallen child that started the uh, entire war. That's lovely. And because of that, now everybody everybody is like suffering, you know, from, yeah, you know, living with the guilt of having to destroy instead of ending things peacefully, having to yeah. destroy, having to kill most of those Ishvalans. Yeah, that's don't even want to know. I mean, there's. I mean, it, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that's in regular life to deal with. But then you have stuff where it depends on your profession. Like if you're a cop or a fireman or in your military. Yeah. And you have to deal with post-traumatic stress syndrome. And that's that's a whole nother level. Because, you know, it's bad enough if you get injured and, you know, you're injured and you need to be, you know, physical re- rehabilitation. And you also have to go through mental rehabilitation yeah. because somebody could come out, you know, be in a, um, a conflict or you, you've been like a POW or, you know, you've been psychologically damaged. You've been physically, emotionally, spiritually damaged too. And that's, those are all possible things, any combination or any single one or whatever. And then, you know, you heal, your body's healed and everything, but your mind is fractured. And sometimes, you know, it just takes getting back to, quote unquote, getting back into the normal 
life, life, lifestyle and your family and your friends. But sometimes it's a little bit deeper than that. It's like you and you can't control those moments where you have those flashbacks, like in in case like Voltron and Shiro. I mean, he has these moments like in the very beginning when, you know, he's you know escaped from Gara. He's gotten back to his family, you know, his well, his friends, his new friends. And, you know, there's moments in the beginning where he's in the middle of like combat and then he like freezes. This is life or death. If there was no one here helping you, you could either get seriously hurt or dead or cause somebody else to get hurt. I mean, thank goodness he at, this, at those times he wasn't by himself or was able to shake himself out of it later on. And the more he got into, you know, and through the series, he got himself out of it. So you didn't yeah. see him suffer it so much that we know. But only in those moments when it was usually everybody else around or even the moments when he had to... When they had to get information. Mm-hmm. And it was those moments when Sorry. that he was in his own mind and, you know, one of the characters, uh, Sendak, who they had captured. And it, 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 the whole scene, it was brilliant. But there were parts that, like, scared the piss on me because you could have, like, these delusions. It, you know, you, you don't know what yeah. it could lead to, like, what you're thinking or what, you know, what can happen. And it's like, okay, you need a moment. It's like, you know, you don't see anything physically wrong, but mentally, you know, you could have some issues. And, you know, we just need to be aware of, you know, our friends and our family when they, you know, come back, either being on tour or actually being in, you know, any kind of fracas (laughs) over there. And we need to pay attention to our loved ones when they come back and, you know, be supportive. Like if you notice, you know, just, you know, just be there. Just talk to them. It's like, I know you try to get back to as normal as possible but you still have to be aware you know just because i didn't come back like missing a limb or my head banged up or anything it doesn't mean that there's nothing wrong you know just you know just be there be aware it's not easy i mean nope and then of course there's times when you know you're not as confident about yourself where you don't need anybody else to put you down. You're already thinking about your your own, your own worst enemy. Yeah, your your own worst critic. You. Let me tell you when I draw. <laughs> Come talk to me. I like your artwork. Thank you. Awesome. No, don't don't yeah. don't don't say. No, that. I've actually gotten your to an argument good. with a friend. Well, I mean, not serious, but. We'll sit there. We used to sit there and go, no, your work is better. What are you talking about? Look at your lines. You work with markers. Who does that? And you shake. I mean, this is one of our conversations. He's like, but the way you use color and you use so much of it. I mean, but it's nice. You know, it's balanced. And I have saved so many pieces of like his artwork that uh, I didn't like the way it talked, you know, came out. Dude, this is more detailed than anything I've ever done. Give it to me. <laughs> Literally, I I have it saved it, with my stuff. I'm like, I'd like to say it. I did it. <laughs> but, you know, they see this. Yeah, stuff, I, mean, so I, I, I can draw decently, but I I have really, I had trouble, trouble with detail. Mm-hmm. Very big trouble with detail. Yeah. And color. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But, yeah, people really are their own worst their own worst critics like for example yuri from yuri on ice yes my, oh my baby God. my little pork cutlet i just want to put him in my pocket but yeah my my boy I've, every time he cried every time he got upset i just wanted to hold him i was just like 
It'll be okay. It'll yes. be okay. Like the fr- the very first episode where you see him, mm-hmm. where he he's I'm gonna lost go the back gra- and watch it again. <laughs> Me too. I want to watch it again. <laughs> the Grand Prix final when he lost in the beginning, and he just yeah. he, he was in the bathroom crying after talking to his mother. And he had also just lost his dog. I mean, well, not just, but yeah. soon after, and that didn't help. And then he like they. I remember he was talking about that he he was binge eating because he got stressed yeah. out. Yeah. That's I've actually got, a, that's actually a sign of that could be a sign of depression. I do that. I do that too. And I'm a stress it, eater. Either that or you don't or you don't eat at all. I love food too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's only no. There have been days where I just didn't feel like eating or just you know I just, or you know some people are bedridden. Mm. There was only one time I actually lost my appetite and that was not a good time. I have my heart broken. I mean, this guy, he just about broke me. And I'm like, never again. Nope. Mm-mm. And the reason why it was so bad was because it was a friend. Every guy we gone out with, I mean, we were kind of, you know, you kind of flirt. You know, you don't really become like friend. But this was a friend. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go out. Yeah. It's a friend. It's just the same. Just more stuff. It was the worst. What's the I mean, I've worst? seen I've seen the repercussions of bad breakups from people, and it 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 really hurts to watch, especially when, and it, it sucks when you feel like you can't do anything about it. Like yeah. you want to do something about it, but yeah. you can't. Yeah, because you don't know. You didn't personally feel that pain. Yeah, but you're just seeing the repercussions <sighs> of it. I screamed at him. Oh God! Because he pissed me off so bad. I I don't do that. I'm like I'm not that person, but crap that he said to me it was like i don't i'm like where is this coming from this is like that's not what i do i've never checked up on you what it's the same crap i was doing before what what's with these snide comments that i don't deserve i screamed at him in the middle of the rec center <laughs> in the middle of a pool tournament and i have you know he lost <laughs> I was like, good for you. Good for him. Good for you. <laughs> Shit, I would have been laughing in his face. Yeah, I didn't find out about that until later that night. But that's, you know, it's like, yeah, I didn't deserve. You know, and nobody deserved to be treated poorly. And you don't need to take it. Yeah, I don't know. care what situation. If somebody's building you up just to treat you like crap so they can have somebody to treat like crap and they'll take it, don't take it. You're not a doormat. For real. Okay. You're not a doormat. You are worthy of the love that you that you really want. I mean, there's, you know, sometimes it turns out to be stuff that you need more versus than what you want. But you are worthy and you are loved. Okay. I've had quite a few friendships that were like that. You know, just people taking and taking and taking and then expecting it. You know. Yeah, because it can happen in any relationship. Like they would get like, say they would do something really small. Mm-hmm. For me, like something like small little fa- like yeah. one small little favor once in a while, yeah, one nice thing once in a while, and they expect big things in return. It's like, but I did and this for you. It was like, in return. It's like no. That pissed me off so much. And I, I, I the thing <laughs> is, I was too nice. I was way too nice about it. I didn't. I wanted to say something. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. I wanted to say something about it, and I wanted mm-hmm. to curse them out on the phone or curse them out in person. But I was just like, you know what? That's <laughs> giving them satisfaction. I'm no. not gonna be that person and be a bitch. So it'd be I'm like that gonna... meme where it's like slap. You know, right you now, close the phone. It's like nope. I just started ghosting. <laughs> I started ghosting, and they would be like, "Where'd you go?" So 
you're not hanging out with us. That makes you fake. No, no, no honey. It's like, <laughs> that does not make me fake. It's like, no, that's you're me the looking fake out one. For, that's me looking out for myself. Yes, and sometimes you have to do that. that. Don't yes. be afraid to do that, please. Look out for number one, especially yes. if it if in regards to your mental health, your emotional health. Like, oh, gosh, that yes. is... Like, that's something I'm still learning, to love myself first. Yes. And then taking care of myself before even... Yeah. And I'm going to start saying no to people. Like Yes, please learn to say no. That's the one thing they told me when when I was pregnant. Learn to say no. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. <laughs> you know? But yeah, you're totally right. And, you know, you have to take care of yourself because sometimes nobody else is going to do it for you. So you have to take care of your needs. Yeah. I don't think, you know, you also, there are times when you have to prioritize. Like if you're taking care of somebody, sometimes you have to put my mom or my, my son or, you know, it's a family thing. It's like, I really want to do this other thing, but I need to be here to be yeah. supportive for them. And then that, you know, it works out. And it's what, you know, as long as they're not treating you badly. I mean, if you got a great relationship or family relationship. You have a good support system, too. Yes. You have a good support system. Yes. I mean, it's not always going to be perfect, but, you know, that support system, no matter who it is, friends, family, heck, work, use it. Work it. I can tell you something. (laughs) People who are genuine, you can tell people who are genuine good people in your life versus Mm -hmm. the ones who have a hidden agenda. Mm -hmm. The ones that are genuine good people are the ones that will congratulate you and celebrate you, your mm-hmm. successes in yeah. life and be like, how, you know, really, you know, say, how are you doing? You're doing, you look like you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, talking all this crap and saying, oh, you're not sharing this with me. You're not doing this for me. Uh, like, why do you, why do I care if I'm not included? Kind of crap. <laughs> it's like, what do I care about this for? I'm not part of this. Like, it's like, really? Um, <laughs> like, I was someone tried to call me out quote unquote <laughs> and say you're being a fake bitch right now you're being a really fake wow bitch by drama not, bomb by not <laughs> you're being shady and fake by not inviting me to so and so like this to the, all these places you're going to and i'm just mm-hmm. like when was the last time you bitches invited me <laughs> what was the last time i was included in anything so i'm just looking out for me i'm mm-hmm. doing this for me yeah. i'm trying to have fun I'm not looking for people to who are going to be dragging me down. Yeah. Just because they're feeling miserable. Toxic people are the worst. They're not good for your, your... Like, if you're going through depression or anything like that, then, like, eliminate those people from your life. Yes. Like, even if it's, like... You, even if you've been... Even if it's your family, I'm sorry. I have a friend going through stuff like that right now, and it's it is hard. I'm not even gonna lie; everybody's situation is different. (laughs) But the things that he would tell me, but why are they doing? Don't they realize that this is you know he's trying to work towards his dream? (laughs) Families in an ideal setting, they're supposed to support you. At least if they can't help you, hey. How are you doing with this? Or what are you doing with this? Or how's it going? Do you need anything? Or, you know, even if just how you're doing. How are you doing? You know, not being, oh, well, I thought this was just a hobby. Or you're never going to make it. Or it's never going to come to fruition. Or blah, blah, blah. It's like, then shut your mouth. If you don't think this is going to work, then zip it. Zip it good. Seriously. 
<laughs> let the person let the person figure it out themselves. Do not. Damn, he's stead- he's so We're, steadfast. Like this much, is what I want. That's a lot of that. You're taking a lot of your own energy. Yeah, <clears throat> like you're wasting so much energy trying to put somebody else down when you could be yeah. using that energy to build yourself up Thank too. If you. you're, but misery loves company. Don't try to invite anybody into your misery. No, you know if you're going through any of the stuff that we're talking about, you know, like if you're miserable <laughs> as hell, focus on taking care of you, of your emotional needs, whatever is. If there are any problems you see in your life, fix mm-hmm. it yourself. Don't look for other people to like. Don't see other people as bandages on for your wounds yeah don't keep don't see them as your um your they're not a coping your, don't mechanism. see them as a crutch don't see them yeah. as you know don't tell them that oh i just need a shoulder to cry on no because <laughs> that that ruse is over once it, like if you out if, you, if they outlive their usefulness for you they will hit the road yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's okay to have you know somebody to talk to but be mindful of what they might be going through as well you know try to do stuff that kind of takes your mind off those things for a yeah. while because you know you can feed off of each other and sometimes if it's not in a positive way i mean you can't be not to be ne- you know super negative or anything it's like oh you know and just or sometimes you just have to just sit there and in your pajamas and eat ice cream and binge watch stuff and you just <laughs> gotta let it out have a good cry because let me tell you you have that good cry you let it out and you're like suck it up and i'm going forward and just doing my thing yeah there's times when you do need a good cry do not yes. hold that in <laughs> no do not no. be like i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay and then mm-hmm. like what how we saw your it was just like mm-hmm. he was trying to hold back his tears from his mother and then yeah let it out in the bathroom. Yeah. And he doesn't really, he doesn't like to show how vulnerable, vulnerable he is. Yeah. Especially in front of, like, when he when he first meets Victor, he doesn't really want to show that. But then yeah. one day, he's like, because he's, like, cracking under the pressure. Yes. And he's like, because he's trying so hard to meet the expectations of his, new co- of his new coach. Yes. And then yes. suddenly I know where Victor, uh, Victor being a very supportive, yes. you know, friend. Mm-hmm. And, that was before they became, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Being a supportive coach that he was, he decided, hey, let's take a break. Let's go to the beach. Let's, let's sit break down. up the monotony. You yeah, know, let's just... sit down. Let's talk. Let's, or just not talk at all. Just, yeah. you know. Sometimes you just do want to sit there and have somebody next to you. There I, are such things I as don't... comfortable silences. <laughs> you don't have to force talk. Just sit there and just enjoy each other's company. I love those moments. Live in the moment. That one thing I like about that, that was actually, uh, out of all anime relationships I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, I say that is the most healthy yeah. relationship I've, I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I <laughs> fell in love with it so much. I mean, there is, of course, this romantic part. And, yeah. But. It's silly parts. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> but still, you know, these parts where they have deep conversations and it's like, what do you want out of life? And blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, where do you see yourself you know, when you're done and, you yeah. know, I want to help you reach your goal. I'm not looking for any emotion, but it it just so happens that they did have this emotional relationship and yeah. it was beautiful. I wish it was life. It, it was beautiful. I thought it was so admirable to see that Victor had just put his entire career on hold. Because just- he was missing something too. He was missing his other half. 
Yeah. He's like, oh, let me try something new. And he put his heart and soul into that. And he that. saw something in, in Yuri that Yuri never really saw in himself. Yeah. When he did the, um, oh, like, that's his, that's his championship, that's his championship skate. That's his, yeah. that's his. And that, that look. That won him a skate. And I was just like, wait, is he going to something? Yeah. <laughs> he and decides to put his entire career on hold and decides to run off to yeah. Japan. And like You know, you know, and it's funny because I was reading scenes about reading um, commentary on that scene. It's like. You see the look on his face is so in you know intense. Yeah. He's wondering, dude, if you can do this routine, why are you not in the World Cup? Why haven't you won yet? What is missing? Why haven't you won a gold medal yet? Thank you. That was why <laughs> he was, was kind of mad. Was asking, he was asking him that frequently too. He's like, what's 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 this? What cracking under pressure? What what else? What are you missing to reach so you can reach your goal? I mean. It's, it is easy to understand how Yuri felt, though, you mm-hmm. know, lacking yeah. self-confidence, you yep. know, especially when, even if there's, like, you have your own, and I love the support that his family and his friends and, gave and him. And that's another thing. It's like, he did have a support, you know, a support group. They love him. He just felt in his own head that I am, you know, I'm not doing what I should be doing, and I've embarrassed them, and they're like, but even we though, love you. What even you though in his about? own way, I'm glad Yuri Plasetsky helped him. Yeah. I didn't like the, the approach in the beginning. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I was like, who is like this Like, kicking kid? the damn bathroom stall door just to, like, scare the shit out of him. And, and he's a young And be like, maybe you should retire. He's like, there shouldn't, be two, there shouldn't be two Yuris. I'm like, dude, really? No, How old I, are you? No. Overzealous o- 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 <laughs> teenage boy who's obsessed with the idea of winning even though he didn't see that there were, he saw that there were no flaws in his stuff at all even though there were yeah it was his emotional connection yeah that he had to go easy to win anything when you when you skate as perfectly as he does but but if it's no emotion you're not touching you're, yeah your in your your inner self if you're not inspiring your yourself you're it's like he said it in, i watched the dub okay <laughs> he said without inspiration you're as good as dead yeah and but I'm like, so why don't you say that to yourself and use that yourself? And that's exactly what he needed. He needed to see that. Because yeah. sometimes you can have, there are people that, quote unquote, have it all, but they don't. Not where it They're truly matters. You know, anybody can go be going through anything. It's just how do you approach them or how do you talk to them or how do they talk to you or mm-hmm. how do they say. And then there's some, some situations where they've asked for help in the beginning, and but they don't get it. And it's yeah. like, what do you do? What do you do? I'm a, okay, yes, I'm going to be using Voltron as another reference. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And like I said, like, you're a number one fan. I'm <laughs> sorry. You're but one. just like in, in that t- t- that setting, uh, Lotor. I mean, when you see when you see the backstory, and then he's like growing up, all he wants is that emotional connection, and because his parents were both possessed by you know the stuff from the other um, plane of existence he didn't get that he was robbed of the real parents that he should have had that want that were willing to sacrifice everything to have him and he was robbed of it and it was heartbreaking to see you know all he wants is like yeah. I can I'm I'm the smartest thing here you know he, he's not thinking that but he's like he's excelling at everything but he doesn't have that emotional connection and so he retreats within himself. I mean, he's they've noted that he's been physically abused, emotionally abused. I mean, when he was born, they didn't even hold him. And it's like, oh, you ruined that child. You know, it's 
children need to be nurtured. I mean, every child is different. You can't give them all the same thing. Uh, but there's basic things that, you know, they, they need love. You know, they need to be nurtured. I mean, you figure out later on, like when they try to figure out who they want to be at a certain point, because they always say if you haven't laid down the foundation <laughs> between zero and five, yeah. like who's in charge, um, <laughs> you're done. They're going to run all over you. And it's like, I've seen it. It's mm-hmm. like the kids are in charge. The parents, some of the parents are not. And like I said, no one size fits all. Some some children have that level of maturity at a younger age, depending on their their environment and the way they're raised. I mean, some you know, like with my son, the happiest baby in the world. <laughs> Even though there were times when I wasn't, you know, I was, you know, kind of emotional, but I always made sure that he his needs were taken care of. That he had the you know basic things. I played with him and everything. He knew he was loved. He still knows he's loved because I missed the heck out of him. But you know, there were certain things he's like, you also have to be aware. Like, oh, what do you need? Like I'm sit I'm amazed. He would sit there and take things apart just to see how they worked and then put it back together. And I went, hmm, kinda no I'm gonna get stuff for you. I mean, he's he's a he's a automotive technician now. He's That's doing awesome. this for real. I mean, he, he studied with BMW and everything, so I couldn't be prouder. But like with Lotor, I mean, even though he didn't have a very loving environment, he still tried. He still tried to appease his father because he didn't know that Hagar was his. Yeah, drama bomb and spoiler alerts that Hagar was really a Nerva, which was his mother. And he still excelled. He still tried to please them. And it's like, if you find yourself in that situation, you're never going, they're never going to be happy. You've got to do stuff for yourself. Yeah, don't live to please other people. Live to please yourself. Be happy for your, you I mean, long as, yourself. long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, let me stress that. Live and let live, but don't hurt yourself and don't hurt anybody else. Please, please, mm-hmm. because you know that's that's not good. Because you know going to jail or anything else is not good. Still, you know, too pretty you to go to jail. <laughs> do what no. you want in life. Be what you want. Be who you are in life. You know yeah. who you want to be in life. But you know, as long as like yeah. she said, don't hurt anybody, including including yourself. Please just take just do you. Yeah. Do you? I mean, and, and it's also, you know, I mean, just be compassionate as well. <laughs> you can be compassionate. You know, you just can't cut yourself off from everybody else either. You should be aware and be able, you know, we are as a whole, a community. It doesn't matter where you come from, you know, your lifestyle status, your yeah. your gender, your, your, your family, your nationality, your religion. It doesn't matter. We're still all the community we're all on this planet together and we should be able to be as individuals as whole or as you know as much as possible but mm-hmm. we're supposed to branch out we're like trees we branch out to reach the other trees to reach the sky and the birds live in the tree and then the squirrels live in a tree and the dog pees on a tree but we're not <laughs> going to talk about that uh, but everybody's you know we're all together i would actually like to ask you guys is there any character that you guys see yourselves in like that you felt an emotional connection to that you felt like you've been there you've done yeah. that and you know 
I have a whole slew. Same. <laughs> and that's a know. great question. I really would like to hear those uh, the answer yeah. for that one because we could be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there. I mean, I think there's every, there's a character every everybody, for everybody that yeah. everybody can relate to, in anime or any anything in general actually yeah. like um like i say for me i would say one of them is yuri definitely yuri's actually his birthday is right after mine <laughs> which is awesome sagittarius just like me in and the he, house <laughs> but i've noticed um how sen- you know sensitive he had you know in 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 that show, in Yuri mm-hmm. and Ice, I've noticed how sensitive he was. I was just like, I'm the same way. I Yeah, until you get something to drink in him, then it's all, <laughs> close off. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to see the show. It's awesome, though. Yeah, nobody will ever see me like that. Nobody will ever see me pissed drunk like that, ever. <laughs> At least I hope so. <laughs> or hope not. <laughs> oh, my. Um, But, yeah, he, I, re- I relate to him so much regarding I have my own uh I have depression and I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and it's a wonder not, we get along so well <laughs> it's uh it's not an easy road to go down it's, it's been there for years I just didn't really address it much until like maybe last year mm-hmm. two years ago maybe no it was last year I didn't actually really see anybody any professionals mm-hmm. i saw someone they had an actual in uh therapist on-site therapist mm-hmm. at my school in high yeah. school That's good. saw her saw her for a few months then when we ended up switching it just didn't feel the same so yeah. i stopped going yeah and then years later last year i ended up seeing another therapist this one i felt like i wasn't going anywhere I felt like it wasn't yeah. i felt like i was going in circles with that one yeah so i ended up switching to a different one this one mm-hmm. It's too soon to tell, but so far I get along with her very easily. She and I geeked out earlier, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's good when you can connect, so you find that common ground. It's really good. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, for years I've struggled with depression and anxiety. Um, I've always had low self-esteem regarding, like, from everything from my weight to my looks to my hair uh, the way I dress, I I've been so I really I'm really socially awkward, <laughs> very socially awkward because of that, because I've I did kind of close myself I did close myself off a oh. lot to people. Yeah, I didn't. Really well, I feel to... really lucky then. <laughs> so does everybody else in this room. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't really feel I I didn't really feel socially awkward when I met you guys. I felt actually Good. it was in, I felt like I was in, I was in my in my element. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was comfortable with you guys originally, and I was just like, and as time went on, it got more comfortable. Oh yeah, wait till we start doing video. Oh my life, I'm gonna <laughs> let my hair down. Yeah. <laughs> but right now, actually, I would say that doing this show has actually been a saving grace for me. Yes. This has really helped me in the long run. It's very this, therapeutic. This is, starting, this is gonna help me in the long run. I'm pretty sure. Heck yeah. Because my even my therapist and I. I've only seen her, this is like third time, third mm-hmm. or fourth time I've seen her. Yeah. No, third time. And it's, she noticed that Change. I perk up when I talk about it. Because oh, every, I, I saw her today. I see her every Thursday. You keep it in that mic. I'm sorry. Engineer's going to be very <laughs> upset at you. Every Thursday I see her. Okay. Which is the Good same day, day as our okay. recordings. And she notices I perk up when I talk about the show. That's great. I do. And because it, it's something I look forward to every week. That's cool. I do too. I do too. Aww. 
love you, Raven. I love you, Via. <laughs> this has actually been a big thing for me. Before it was like before I had other I had other stuff in mind. Mm-hmm. All that stuff never really went through. Yeah, and uh, I guess it was because I didn't have the right people mm-hmm. around me, and I didn't have the right support. Like two years ago, uh, I met. Yeah, pretty much like two years ago, I met our production manager. Jesse. Are <laughs> uh, Jesse in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I met her at, it was a Fantastic Beasts fan event. Oh, hot dang. <laughs> I could have beat the second one. Yeah. Well, it's raining anyway. I thought actually after that I was never going to really see her again, but then I saw her at another event. Another, <laughs> it was another um, Fantastic Beasts event at oh. Apple Store. Oh, damn. And then after that, we went to, we we met up for the um for the screening. And then since then, we were like friends, you know, yeah. we were on Facebook with each other. We made more frequent, like we we hung out frequently, like we went to screenings and stuff like that. And then lo and behold, like last year, I you know had the pleasure of meeting you, Yay. Charles, <laughs> our engineer. Say hi. <laughs> hey. He he just waved his hand. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> and and Sean, mm-hmm. who's not with us today right now. And ever since then, things kind of took off. I mean, for awesome. a while we held it off. I didn't because yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have a co-host in mind yet. I did have one in mind, but that person didn't work. No, out. didn't work out. It and wasn't me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I didn't know if you would actually be able to. <laughs> then suddenly, she, then she came on board. Then Raven came on board, and then Yay. you know things have been cool ever since. Things have been great. Yay. I've had. New experiences I've been thinking about, you know, stuff that I didn't really think about before. I like, for example, I did something kind of kind of impulsive. Which oh was, gosh, please tell. <laughs> I applied to work as a volunteer because um, Jesse had actually mentioned it as a volunteer <laughs> for Tokyo twenty twenty, and I actually took Ooh. interest in that. I don't know if it'll work out or not. If I'm gonna get, if I'm gonna be able to Hot work there or not, damn. that would be awesome though. Oh my life. I'm heading in your bag. The very first country, the very first place I always wanted to visit <laughs> is is Japan. Japan. Yes, that's the very first place I want to visit when I'm able to finally fly out somewhere to another country. Yeah, you step, better start filing out for that passport now. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I need to get a passport as soon as possible. Yeah, you know, now I got my, my little my little Sketchfit Studio family. Work it. <laughs> work it, work it. So pretty much um, on my end, I'm going through the same thing. Actually through the VA because I was uh, a vet. I'm, I am a vet, sorry. <laughs> I was in the Air Force for four years. And, you know, when I was going back for my regular checkups and you know, they start asking, you know, they always ask, you know, do you want to talk to somebody? And, you know, it's funny because they have, you know, in your mind – there's still that little stigma. Are they going to think I'm crazy or what have you? And it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm so done. It's okay. You know, at the point, it's like, you know what? Screw it. I want to talk to somebody. I'm going to talk to somebody. It doesn't hurt. You know, it does not. I mean, you just have to get past your, you know, insecurities, which sometimes is not easy. I mean, it took me years to actually get up the nerve to like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm just going to talk. This person's going to ask me questions. And, you know, you kind of feel them out. They feel you out. And you just go from there. You do what makes you feel comfortable, just like what you said when you first did it. And it's like, you know, somebody else is like, sometimes you have these moments where your life kind of changes. And it's like, okay, well, I'm good for right now. 
and I'm going to actually, that's what happened the first time. And she gave me tools to help me like monitor myself. If I didn't want to continue, there was a certain block a couple of weeks. And it's like, okay, well, she showed me how to monitor myself. Like how am how am I feeling? Basically how to categorize it. I actually have something similar to yeah. that too. And it, and it helped. And then, there, you know, some time had gone by and I'm like, you know, I'm not really feeling. There are some other changes. I mean, a lot of stuff at work. I mean, workload and more some responsibilities and then trying to balance it out. Being married and then having, you know, my son's going to high school. And, you know, it was just a lot of stuff. And I was like, yeah. I really need to talk to somebody. And she also helped that the another oops sorry i did it too <laughs> another you know physician also um a psychiatrist um helped me focus on other things yeah like realizing that you know i do have anxiety i mean it affects my sleep patterns i mean waking uh, if you don't sleep you know it does affect everything else it's like a domino effect so you know addressing what other issues that I was dealing with or am dealing with and just knowing being aware of how you feel from day to day and knowing that yeah okay whatever mood I'm in it's what it is but I can control that to you know a certain degree like I want to be in a good mood I sometimes have to convince myself to be in a good mood or just you know let the bad moment or I don't feel like getting out of bed today, but you know what? I got to. Sometimes you don't have a choice. You have to get up and go out to work so you can earn, you know, that green stuff so you can have a roof over your head. I mean, yeah. I suffer from anxiety just for the little things like that. Like, closing, you know, can I have enough money keep a roof over my head? I mean, I see so many people that are out there homeless. People that look, you know, normal. Anybody. You don't know what it's going to be like tomorrow. I mean, you think about it, you know, you keep it in your head like way back there, but sometimes it comes out and it comes to the foreground and it's like, dude, this is really harsh. I mean, somebody needs to do something or we all need to do something or I need to do something or, you know, it gets, sometimes it snowballs and it's like, okay, you need to wrangle yourself because this isn't helping, (laughs) you know, you need to do something to focus on what you need to do right now. Not that, you know, helping somebody else or helping other people doesn't matter. It's just sometimes you have to put your priorities in check, Yeah. you know, and being aware of that, it does help. But and then there are some days where I'm just like, frack it. I don't care. I'm totally indifferent. I'm just, uh, and sometimes it's hormonal, but Here's actually, this is actually a very blunt way of saying it. Get your shit together because you can't get anybody else. <laughs> exactly. Anybody else's shit. Don't yes. Try to get, don't try to help anybody else fix their problems unless you yeah. fix your own first. Exactly. They always say, like, when you're out in the field and, like, you're hurt, you can't fix that person over there with that sucking chest wound while you, you yourself need help. You got to help yourself and then you can go help somebody else. Yeah. That doesn't mean you don't want to help that person, but you keep it in mind. But you got to do yourself first. There's an exercise um, that was given to me by my therapist. It's a really easy um, exercise to take every day. If you guys can, write your high and your low for oh, the day. That's awesome. On a scale of one to ten, and then I remember doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I was given a sheet. So yeah, I got that sheet too somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just to you know, if you're feeling like crap, just put 
10 for your low. And mm-hmm. you write down what your low was. If you were feeling awesome that day, or maybe it was it was in the middle. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. It also helps to keep a journal, too, if you can just jot, jot something down, even if it's notes in your phone. Yeah. And then you can see, oh, I was feeling good that day. I was feeling bad that day. Or what made you feel that way? And you it know. doesn't hurt to do anything productive with with that with anything either. Like if you feel, if you feel like doing any kind of artwork that might represent yes. how you're feeling, mm-hmm. or write a little story, short yes. story, something, mm-hmm. something creative that can come out of that maybe. Yes, something that makes you feel good. You used to write the journal, and it's funny. Once I, if I was upset about something and I wrote it in the journal, it's literally poetry. I want to actually get it published, <laughs> and I that before going to therapy. And that made me feel good. Like, because I got it out and yeah. I put it in a book and I put it away. You did it in a healthy way, too. Yep. Some so. people do it, use horrible outlets like drinking. Or um, drugs. Drugs. Even just regular smoking. And that's just, that's never the answer. Like, Because yeah. in the long run, you're hurting I've yourself. I've seen somebody I love going down that line. He still is. But you don't want to see, you don't want, you don't want that happening to yourself. No. Trust or me. anyone else. <laughs> So it was really nice talking about this, and it just makes me feel closer to you. Same. So I feel good. I mean, it, this this right here, just talking, is therapeutic. Yeah. And you know, just being my hey, friend is guys, great. Hey, if you feel like doing that, get your own do, do your own podcast too. <laughs> Heck yeah! You know, drop us a line. <laughs> But we, we were, we're here. We love you, and you okay. know, we want you to be happy and well. All right, so we're going to go now. Yeah, we're going to have to say goodnight. And stay warm, please. For real. <laughs> For real. Spring can't get here quick enough. Like, defy Mother Nature, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That's the end of it. Are we, we out? out? Peace. Peace. Love you. <laughs>